Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 10. Wonder why you have a habit, addiction, or anxiety? Here's why. Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to Changeable, a podcast about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. And now, here's your host, Dr. Amy Johnson. Welcome back to Changeable. I'm happy to have you back. So today I want to talk about why we have these issues we have. It's a big question, right? Everyone's wondering, why is this showing up in me? Why am I caught up in this? Why do I have this issue where my friend over there has that issue? Why, 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 why? We always want to know. So remember back in episode five, maybe, I talked about how our habits are not personal. Now, I know that's kind of crazy. It's kind of a kind of a big idea and a tough one to get on board with sometimes because it sure feels like this stuff is personal. You know, everything that moves through us, our mind takes it and attaches me to it. Our identity gets attached to it. It's my habit, my issue, my addiction, my anxiety, my thoughts. We do that all the time and we get so caught up in what's wanting to move through that, you know, it's just just part of being human. Like we can't help it. That's going to happen at times. But ultimately, when we really back up and look at what's going on, what we feel is impersonal. What we experience isn't about you. It isn't from you. It's life moving through us. It's not reflective of the kind of person that we are. It's only reflective of how our experience is showing up and what we're seeing about it or how we're relating to it in that very moment. So in its most basic form, experience shows up, thoughts, feelings, urges, comfort, discomfort, you name it. And we do the absolute best we can with that experience given what we see about it in that very moment. So when a wave of anger or jealousy or fear rushes up within you, there are a billion ways you could experience that. Sometimes you're completely in it. I mean, people say, like, I was seeing red, right? Where you're just in it. It is you as far as you're concerned in that moment. There is no space between you and it. And other times there's a little bit of space. So, In episode six, I talked with Amanda Jones and we talked about this, kind of prying ourselves apart from our experience. We had someone in my school um, say that, oh, when these thoughts come up, they ruin my whole day. And that got this whole question going of, really? Like, yes, really. We, We all get that. We all know what that means as human beings. We get it. That's an experience that we're familiar with. Something comes up, ruins your day. But to take another look at that, and see what's actually going on here. Like, what does that show us about what we believe about our experience, about how we're experiencing it, you know, about what we understand about it ultimately in that moment. This whole conversation of how we get so consumed with stuff versus sometimes experience it from a bit of a distance where we're less consumed, it reminds me of... um, our neighbor, a little neighbor girl who comes over here and she's looking for my kids to play. And she comes up to the window in the back and sticks her face on the window. 
smushes her nose up against the window so she can see in the house to see if she can see my kids, you know? So face is just smushed against the window and she's looking in there. And that's, I always look at that and think, yep, that's how we are with our experience a lot of times. And I just want to go out, especially when I've just washed my windows, (laughs) I would just want to go out and just move her back like an inch, two inches, three inches. She could still see in the window. She's still looking in the window, looking for my kids, you know, looking around. But there'd be some distance there. She wouldn't be completely smushed up against it, collapsed with it. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. So sometimes we're just in it. We don't see any way around it. We just think we're seeing life. And other times we're aware, oh, there's something showing up here. There's an urge here to do something, to fall into my habit. There's a bit of anxiety in the background. And it feels more background. So notice that I'm not handing out strategies for how to create more space. Now, the truth is when there is more space, things are easier. We, we know who we are. We know that we aren't our experience. The stuff that's moving through us does not look quite as overwhelming or personal or serious. So it's awesome when there's some space. It really is. But again, like Amanda and I talked about in episode six, there isn't a way in a moment, in that moment to create space. But what creates space overall is seeing how this works, you know, just by listening to this and looking in the direction of, oh yeah, sometimes I'm face against the window, smushed into my experience. And other times I'm a few inches back, still seeing it, still looking in the same window, looking for the same kids to play with. But there's a bit of distance there. And just seeing that, you know, that it works that way, that we have a range of smushness, <laughs> a range of distance or, or the extent of being kind of collapsed and consumed by our experience, that that's always changing. And that the more we see about how this works, period, just who we are as human beings and how our experience moves through us, that creates more and more of that space. It's an awesome thing. It really mirrors exactly what this whole podcast is about. You know, that's how change happens is by understanding how we work, not stepping in and intervening and trying to make a particular outcome happen. So not grabbing your pry bar and trying to pry some space between you and your experience because that's not going to work well. And it's definitely not going to work in the moment because when you're in it, you're in it. When you're seeing red, you're seeing red. What are you going to do? But seeing this in the bigger picture, that's how change just the pace of it just picks up. It becomes easy and natural and we catch on to things far before they become big problems. So the topic of this episode is why we have our habits and addictions and anxiety. And that's a question I'm asked all the time. I'm sure you've asked it. I know I've asked it many times in my own life. Why? Why am I feeling this? Why am I caught up in this? Why is this happening? And the thing is, there's one really simple answer. There's always one answer to that question. The one reason why anyone has any habit, addiction, anxiety, or any kind of recurring issue is that we're innocently, and I really do mean innocently, please hear that, we're innocently misunderstanding our experience in that moment. So where little Allie with the nose pressed against the window, 
when it comes to our experience in that moment, we're taking it seriously. It's looking personal. It's not looking like something that's going to come and go. We're forgetting there's an us that's not it. We're just in it. And from that, we're doing the absolute best we can to feel like ourselves, you know, to get back home, to feel good with what we see in that moment. We're doing the best we can. So we're not seeing that this stuff moves through us. We're thinking it's us. We're taking it really seriously and we're thinking it requires some kind of action. Now, everyone I know misses this all the time. It's not like we're going to live in this perpetual state of distance from our experience. But again, it just kind of gradually grows the more we see. So ultimately what it comes down to is let's say you have you have a, a moment of extreme discomfort and the next moment a thought comes up to do something about it. In those moments, our experience is just big. <laughs> you know, you're you're not you're not yourself in those moments seeing, oh, this is something moving through me. I'm okay. I'm the okayness that's always here. My mind works like a snow globe. We're not seeing that. And again, we don't see that. You can listen to this podcast. You can do anything you want. And that's never going to be a constant state for you. But, you know, it gets better. So in those moments, we aren't seeing it. And many of us, we've never really been told any of this. So we go through a lot of moments of life of not seeing it. So just like in the anatomy of a habit, you heard these things kind of start to grow. You know, they kind of start to pick up some pace. And because we stay in this misunderstanding, this innocent misunderstanding, we get caught up in a tangle of stuff. So you experience an urge and you think, okay, well, I I don't like this feeling. I, I need to do this. I need to do what it says. I need to go ahead and go to the casino or light the cigarette or go back to bed or whatever it is, have the other drink. In that moment, that experience does not look like something that's going to move through you, so you act on it. That's it. Same with anxiety. Anxiety is a totally natural, normal feeling that shows up. It's just a feeling. We can have all kinds of anxious feelings show up, and that doesn't mean we have anxiety. I mean, I wouldn't ever say we have anxiety, but our experience of this being this habitual, chronic thing that we're afraid of that's a that's like a snowball that's been been rolled downhill quite a few times and picked up quite a bit of misunderstanding, quite a bit of snow on that thing. So we all feel anxiety or something that, you know, might feel something like anxiety or uneasiness. When we say, oh no, what is that? Oh no, I shouldn't feel this way. What is this? Oh my gosh, I felt it again. I felt this last week or anxiety runs in my family or I've been feeling this way a lot lately or I wonder what this means or yeah, my job is really stressful. When we get caught up in all of that and it's all innocent misunderstanding, it's all giving meaning to something that is the most natural human thing in the world. We feel stuff. We think stuff and feel stuff. But when we give it that meaning innocently, it looks personal, it looks tied to the past and tied to the future and from our family history and all of that. Next thing you know, we're in a place where we're saying, I have anxiety. We're being diagnosed with anxiety disorders. So you can see how in any given moment, we're okay, no matter what we're feeling. It's when our mind comes in and starts labeling and generalizing and and making everything so serious and personal 
that this stuff kind of comes up and comes up and comes up again. And even then it isn't a problem because again, even then in every moment, it's just a moment of fresh new experience. But we don't see it that way. We don't see it that way. It can be your 100th panic attack this week and we don't see it as a moment of anxiety. We see it as our 100th panic attack this week. It can be eating more ice cream than you need to eat in a five-minute period, but we don't see it that way. We see it as I binged again, and I did that five times this week. And that's when our mind starts to tell us, oh, you have this habit, you have this addiction, you have this problem. And all it ever comes down to is in a single moment, not seeing that moment of experience for what it is. That's it. So we are always doing the absolute best we can see to do from the thinking we're in, from our understanding and our experience of our experience in that very moment. Now, usually when people are asking why, why am I a drinker? Why am I a binge eater? Why am I a workaholic or a gambler or a hoarder or whatever we are? Why do I have anxiety? Why do I have depression? The I is a really big piece of that. It's all about me, me, me. We're seeing this, like if you could put an emphasis somewhere in that sentence, it's on the I or the me or the my. That's where that becomes an issue. And so when they're asking why, it's not really about the experience itself. It's why is this happening to me because this shouldn't be happening to me. And that right there is just part of the misunderstanding. Stuff doesn't happen to you for any reason that's about you. Life shows up. Life moves through us. It's brought to life. It shows up. It fades away and passes. We either see that clearly or we don't. And again, there's no blame in this, no fault. But I love sharing this because the more we talk about this and look at it in this way, the more we just naturally begin to see it more clearly. And just that tiny piece of taking things less personally, that alone, people have said, that made a gigantic gigantic difference. When I saw that this wasn't about me, everything got easier. Well, yeah, because when it's about us, we're folding in shame and guilt and all of this other stuff that just makes that experience look so much more serious and feels like it's so much more entrenched or in place. And it isn't. It's moving. It's fleeting. It's self-correcting. So the one reason why anyone in the world has any habit anxiety issue recurring thing that they have is that in that given moment, in any given moment, we're just seeing the best we can see and we aren't seeing our experience for what it is. That's it. That's the most basic essential answer to that why question. And the more we take out the personal piece of this and try to dig into our lives and our personal history and our thoughts and feelings for an answer, the more we're going to see, the more it just relieves that pressure and that experience that's moving through us gets to move through. Thank you for listening to Changeable. If you're enjoying this podcast, please let me know. Subscribe to the podcast so you can get a new episode as soon as it's ready. And please consider leaving a review so others who need change can find their way here. If you want to see more about how change really happens, check out my brand new four-part video masterclass at changemasterclass.com. You can sign up there to get each new video as it's released.